Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 499, Four Ways to Help Kids Handle Embarrassment. Because as parents, we really need to help our kids learn to feel their emotions so then they can deal with them. I can't wait to get started talking about our kids and those embarrassing moments that they'll all face at one time or another. There is nothing like basking in the glow of one of your child's progressive milestone moments. This could include watching him take his first steps, getting his driver's license, or sitting in the audience as he receives his college diploma. All pivotal moments that you'll be proud to remember for the rest of your life. And then there will be other occasions that your child will experience that aren't quite as positive. Striking out with the bases loaded to lose the game. Not being asked to prom. Being turned down for her top college choice. Those are disappointments that are simply part of life and growing up. As parents, we witness both the joyful and painful moments our kids endure, and we do our best to encourage and support them so they can learn and mature into independent, successful adults. One of those difficult times when our kids need a shoulder to lean on is when they happen upon life's more embarrassing moments. Not getting to the bathroom in time and wetting his pants. Blurting out the wrong answer in a crowded classroom. Accidentally passing gas in front of her boyfriend's mother. Scenarios like these could well leave a lasting negative impact on your child. But you can help them deal with their feelings in a positive way. The next time your child feels mortified because his stomach is growling like a starving tiger during the moment of silence in homeroom, here are four ways that you can help him leave the shame behind. Four ways your child can manage embarrassing moments. 1. Model resilient behavior. 2. Confront and move on. 3. Laughter is the best medicine. And 4. Embrace and learn. Here's each tip in more detail. 1. Model resilient behavior. I became the mom of eight kids in a little over a decade. And with each new baby, I learned quickly that children are definitely the equivalent to porous sponges, quietly soaking up all that is happening in their daily environment, including observing how mom and dad handle the challenging situations that they encounter each day. I can't tell you the number of times one of my kids repeated something that I had mindlessly mumbled under my breath. Like when I was changing my newborn's diaper, and complaining to him that my in-laws never knew when it was time to leave. I had no idea my three-year-old was in the next room playing with her doll. Later that evening, she innocently asked her grandparents why they never go home, and then blurted out, that's what mommy said. Ouch, out of the mouths of babes. It's moments like these that it's even more important to recover quickly with an appropriate response. Isn't she hilarious? I think she meant, why do Grandma and Grandpa have to leave and go back to their home? And change the subject rather than call attention to what just happened. Our kids unintentionally observe us in all kinds of social situations, good and bad. So when we ourselves are faced with an embarrassing moment, the best course of action is to model behavior that teaches them 
And it's okay to make a mistake out in public. It's not the end of the world. For example, last month, my son and I left the grocery store and headed to the parking lot. He met a friend and stopped to talk. I continued on to my minivan and pressed the key fob to open the back hatch. I pressed it at least six times, and I couldn't understand why the hatch wasn't going to open for me. Frustrated, I was about to give up when another shopper stood beside me and asked why I was trying to get into her car. Now, completely humiliated, I realized I was at another minivan that looked exactly like mine. My car, another row over, had the back hatch opening and closing repeatedly as I hit the fob. Thank goodness the dog wasn't in the back. My son had now joined me and wasn't quite sure what to say or do. There was nothing to do but laugh. I commented to the owner of that minivan, Wow, I guess I've had a really long day. I better get to bed early tonight. And we both laughed, and so did my teenage son. By modeling resilient behavior, it teaches our kids that with the right mindset, we can handle even life's awkward moments. Number two, confront and move on. When we're faced with an embarrassing situation, we really have two choices. One, we can avoid it and act as if nothing happened. Or two, we can acknowledge what's taken place and then move forward. Human nature urges us to run away from the humiliating experience and pretend it never happened. But Joshua Clegg, an associate professor of psychology at John Jay College, followed a study that recommends acknowledging the situation is the best thing to do as soon as possible. He says, Avoidant responses were associated with a magnification and extension of the effects of social awkwardness, while direct responses were associated with a reestablished sense of social harmony. So encourage your child to be the first to call himself out, which can lessen the sting of the embarrassing incident just a bit. Using humor, as I did when I tried to get into the wrong car, also helps put everyone who has witnessed the situation a bit more at ease. Confronting an uncomfortable bump in the road, but continuing to move forward, is a great skill for many areas in your child's life. Tip number three, laughter is the best medicine. You may have heard the quote, laugh and the world laughs with you. Weep and you weep alone. This really is great advice to pass along to your child who has just shared with you a scenario that has left him riddled with humiliation. With eight kids, I have countless stories I could share, but I'm going to tell you about the one that always comes to mind, and it's when my oldest son went to gym class wearing more than his own shorts. Thanks to the annoying culprit known as Static Cling, my then eighth grade son changed into a pair of cotton shorts for gym class not knowing that his little sister's Tinkerbell underwear were stuck like glue to the back of the shorts. Unfortunately, he wasn't the first one to discover the lime green and hot pink pair of undies clinging to him. The rest of the boys in the class, they found them first. Out of all my children, he's the most sensitive and shy, so this couldn't have happened to a worse victim. He was beyond mortified and could barely talk about the incident for days. During the entire gym period, the kids dubbed him Tink. 
Because he was so embarrassed, the only thing he knew to do was laugh along with them, even though inside he was absolutely dying. Thankfully, by the end of the day, when he was on the baseball field with his teammates, all had been forgotten. But to this day, the poor guy can't stand the mention of Peter Pan and Neverland. If your child can learn to laugh at himself, it shows that he's comfortable with who he is and helps to build self-confidence for a host of life's unexpected moments. And tip number four, embrace and learn. Let's be real. No matter how much we'd like to protect our kids from life's embarrassing moments, it's just not possible. And truthfully, it's not what's best for them. When our kids are placed in a situation such as getting caught scratching an itch on their precious butts all out in public, or misspells the word assets as asses, on stage during the spelling bee because she's so nervous, my daughter two years ago, it presents a teaching moment as well as keeps them humble. Our kids need to learn from these uncomfortable situations that no one's perfect and we all make mistakes. This may not be of much comfort when the moment is new and raw, but when our kids learn to embrace even the down times in life, they'll recover a heck of a lot more quickly than staying stuck and feeling self-pity. I remind my eight kids that people don't think about you nearly as much as you think they do. What was a horrifying experience for you is a minor detail for them. Most likely, you know, forgotten a few days or weeks later. What matters is how you handle things. And if we can learn from these unfortunate incidents, it does build character. And it makes for a fun story someday in the future. What have you taught your kids about handling embarrassing moments? I'd love it if you'd share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy. Or you can post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. I hope you and your family have some great moments together this week. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. This episode is brought to you by Macmillan, our publisher. This year, Macmillan turned 175 years old. And to celebrate, we brought together Macmillan employees to share their favorite stories of working here. From publishing best-selling books. And I just remember seeing them across the concourse. And I started running up to them. I'm like, you're number one, you're number one. And we all started jumping up and down. To making a difference in the world. Of all the books that I've worked on, I feel like this book more than any other has changed people's lives. And that's an incredible opportunity. To the impact working here has on our own lives. You know, being at Macmillan was kind of a big part of our story to begin with. We officially listed our location on the marriage certificate as the Flatiron Building, and we couldn't find any others that matched in the records. So so we're just going to go ahead and say that we're the first to actually get married in the Flatiron Building. <laughs> Macmillan, bringing authors and readers together since 1843. For more stories of our long-standing history in the publishing business, follow us on social at Macmillan USA. That's M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N-U-S-A.